0: Hi, you just made the right choice to listen to the Kindle Move podcast with Pastor Roderick Ejikun. We hope you're inspired even as you make time to listen to this message.
1: Amen. God is good and all the time. God is a good God. Amen. So we thank God for his leadership, for. Us today and um, the whole of the month, and the grace of our Lord Jesus, that God keeps pouring over us, we are grateful. God is a good God. It's a good. God is really good, and um, it is goodness that leads us to salvation. It is goodness that leads us to salvation. Are we together? Amen it's good to be here uh thank you love you too and uh i know at the right time there are quite some people here and i think elton will come introduce uh, them amen so i want to add a bit of uh, commerce and food stops to what um, elton has been teaching you this month amen so some food stops and some some comments. Hmm. <laughs> the Bible makes us understand. It's like in Ecclesiastes seven eight. It says, "The end of a matter is better than its beginning, and patience is better than pride." The end of a matter is better than its beginning and patience is better than pride. We as men always judge the end of a a matter by its beginning. And so uh, we try to judge a good marriage by the ceremony. Are you with me? Uh-huh. So, we'll do everything, hire the most expensive places, buy the most expensive dress. Am I making some sense? Right. Make sure that everything is as perfect as we can. Uh, because somehow we are hoping that the beginning is is going, is it determines the end. Are you, are you with me? Yeah. And we lose sight that it's actually not so much the beginning. Yes, the beginning has its importance. It's, it's good to begin well. But it, it, the most important thing is the end. It's not the beginning. Yeah. Sounds like the end. The end is the most important. Because it's actually the end that gives a justification for the beginning, not the other way around. And so. Because you want to end well, that's why you begin well. You get it? Yeah. But if you are starting, using the beginning, to say, because I do this and that and that, and big and here and there, my end will be well. It's, you, you'll be found wanting. Some great people were born not under the greatest of circumstances. Yeah. The mother... Went to visit the father in the, how do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> Went to visit the father. Father said he was not feeling well. Uh huh. Block thirteen. Uh, and then and then by the time realized, one month later they said, "I'm pregnant." Nine months later you are here. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Right. So some of us are some of, some people are born under very questionable circumstances, and when you look at the beginning, you can say this person will not, from human perspective, he might not end well. Sometimes from the beginning they call you bastard. Right. Ish. Are you in a house? Aha. Uh-huh. But I came to tell you that is the end. Look at the news the television. is the end. The end. The, the, that's where the real issue is. Amen. And Bible makes us understand that the end of a matter is better than its beginning. Now, when you are talking about the end of a matter, you are talking about destiny. When you talk about end of a matter, you are talking about destiny. Why? Because God does not start until He has finished. And whatsoever God starts is because he has completed it. So God determines the destiny of all men before they are given birth to. Amen. So even though your father went to touch your mother at the wrong time and you are here, I came to tell you that God has already concluded your destiny. That's the only reason why you are here. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? If God never completed, he wouldn't allow you to be here. Now, by this is you are bought it somewhere. <laughs> hey shake your neighbor and say, neighbor. The fact that I can see your big head, it means that your destiny is secure. Shake your neighbor. And say, shake your neighbor and say, Your destiny is secured, or your destiny is determined. Your destiny is determined. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nobody here has don't, uh, how do I put it <laughs> an unconcluded destiny. Right. Nobody, because God concluded before He begins. God finishes before He starts. Why? Because God is complete like that. God is perfect, so He sees everything to His fullness before He begins. Are we good in the house? Now it's like this. My Dr. mouse was using an analogy, and I, I, I like the way he put it. like this: before you, your parents. Paid for you to go to university is because they have seen the graduation. Because if your parents didn't see you graduating, don't pay for this. Mm. I mean, some, some people walk to their parents, I want to go to school and say, I hope I say because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because the parents can't see them at the end. So they are not willing to do that investment. The reason why your parents are willing to do that investment is because they've seen your end. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor. God has already seen your end. And he said, it is good. It is words. Shake your neighbor and say, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. Write this down. Your destiny is chosen by God. But its fulfillment is decided by you. Your destiny is chosen by God, but its fulfillment is decided by you. Because usually I've seen that in a, in a I think that's say, say loud discussion, some of the branches. Some say, okay, if my destiny is, is, is settled, then let's chill. Everything is fine. Are you with me? Or, I thought somebody has been prophesied and, that, and how come their life is this way? Isn't God the one who dis- determines destiny or destiny can change? Now, here's the thing. The ending, when God wrote about you, the, even take in the Bible, God has written about us. The ending cannot change. But your arrival at the ending is where the change comes in. Hey. I'm not making some sense somebody. And you have to see the difference between the two. Now, get this. In every man's life, three things determine the arrival at their destinies. One or the kind of destinies they have, both arrival and the kind of destiny the uniqueness of each man's destiny. One is hereditary. What a man inherits biologically genes from their parents. Those things we don't have control over. None of us actually determine I'm going to be a woman. Even do now, they want to do so. After their, their some came with balls, so they want to determine that they're going to be a woman now. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? But our genes and biological—no, nobody determines. No, none of us determine the shape of our head. Nobody, nobody determines your your hairline. Because I mean, the way they take, take pride in their hairline. See, if they determine you didn't work for it. It's biological. It's. Gene. Nobody determines whether you lose your hair at twenty or at thirty. Nobody determines that. It's biology. So you see a handsome guy by twenty-five is losing his hair. It's not his fault. It's not it's not his fault. It's it's biology. Am I making some sense? Hereditary one, there's a strong factor that determines in quotes. The arrival or the kind of destiny a man walks in. Number two, environment. Environment, where a man find themselves. Where a man is born. Hallelujah. Obviously, if you were to be born somewhere in Alaska, you wouldn't have a black skin. Right? And then it might also determine the kind of opportunities that come your way. Obviously, you have a desire for kinky. <laughs> oh God, you have a desire you have a desire for that uh, are we good <laughs> so some of the things that we, chance, we 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 define as our destinies by they are also environmentally determined are we good uh-huh but of these two there's a third one Which is, which trumps or is of superior grounding and of a superior principle than these two? Now, somebody say, how can anything trump biology or environmental factors? The third one, which is very important, is personal choices. Personal choices. Because there are those of us that feel like our future, our future is gone. There's no future. We can't become be anything significant because I was born this way and I can't do anything about it. I was born in Ghana. I was born in uh, Tunga, Otto My parents don't have this. I can't become anything. But it is not true. How many of you know of this guy, Nick Nick Voyager, or Voyager. The, 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 the man without limbs? you can't see i can't say where his height is when a man is coming to talk you have to put a table here for him to come and stand on the, t- the table becomes this extra this is too short you. you have to bring him up this man has done i mean when you look at him you 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 should with your eyes open you can prophesy that his future is going nowhere he'll be a <laughs> it is finished why the man didn't come complete He looks like he's finished but yet, when you look at the man, oh, have you seen his wife? The wife is a full, complete woman. What are you talking about? The wife is not having... So, is, is, when, I look, <laughs> when I look at the wife, it shows how the man sees himself. When I look at his wife, he, he doesn't see himself disabled. He doesn't see himself crippled. He seems himself full. And his wife look, his wife is like a model. See his children, they also came complete. Yet there are some of us who have full bodies. But yet you are disabled in your mind. You are disabled. You have allowed your blackness to disable you. You are allowing your Africanness to disable you. You are allowing your environment to disable you. You are allowing your drunken father to disable you. Hey, if your father chooses to drink, that's not, that's not your destiny, that's his destiny. If he chooses to express his destiny that way, that's his choice. But you have no right to say, because of your father, you cannot live your full life. What are you talking about? Shake the one nation, tell the person it's about time you start rising out of your lazy and excuses that you give. Tell the person you have to rise out of that. Hallelujah, amen. A man's choices is critical to what he becomes. It's critical. Look, it, it this thing is what changed my life. I always share my story. One thing the Lord had to work on me was my mind, my mind, my mind. Whether you're a fool, a complete man, or a, a, a disabled, it's all in your mind. Yeah. That's where it starts. Yeah. That's where it starts. The way you look at things, the way you assess things, and the conclusions you come to. That determines the destiny of all men. Because right now, God, see, God is no respecter of persons. Get this. Do you know what? The best example I always give is this. Should we hear that President Kufuor is coming here? Our attitude will change president all of a sudden because his reputation precedes him who he is precedes him and based on his reputation and his name it informs our behavior so that even if you are a disrespectful person you will choose to be a respectful person because why the person that is coming has a big name his reputation is, uh, is bigger than you so in a sense his name is what influencing our behavior Uh That is being respectful of a person. But there's no name higher than the name of the Lord. So there's no name that influences God in what he does. Am I making some sense? There is no name that trumps God. Trust me. That's why you can't use your father's name as an excuse to get anything from before God. You can't use somebody's name as a reason why God should choose you over another person. God already has decided the destiny, the end of all men. I'm making it saying so nobody is bribing God when it comes to you. <laughs> Shake them. <laughs> Especially Africans and Ghanaians, tell the one nation, nobody's bribing God when it comes to your destiny. Nobody's giving God. God is not taking anything. There's no name that God hears and God says, hey, we yeah, So let's do it this way. No. But it's of so a respectable person. He determined as He finished before you even came. That's it. It's concluded. So whatever God has determined for your life, trust me, I came to tell you that it's still there. Nothing has changed it. Maybe you are here, you are smoking, you are drinking. You are smoking, you are drinking. Maybe you are a drop out from school. You are a drop out from school. I came to tell you that what God said is still there. Hey. What God said is what? It's still there, it's before you. It is not done. God is not done with you yet. Tonight I came to give you hope to somebody. I hope somebody is listening to me. Shake the one that says, tell the best. I hope you are somebody who's listening. Oh, shake the best. I hope you are the somebody who's listening. Hallelujah. Yeah. What God has said for you, it is so. It is yea, and amen. Amen. Yeah. You gotta believe. Tell the best, you gotta believe. <laughs> So when I look at you in your eyes, I can't tell. as if the hope in there are gone. (laughs) That's actually the challenge with being an African. It's a fight of hope. Every day, you got to learn to win that fight. When you lose that fight, you're gone. You'll be swept by the wave of hopelessness and unbelief. and, And how do you call it? Negativity. Negative work is a job Africans are always doing. We like to be negative. But the story is not nice until it's negative. We don't like good story without negativity. Now, so what's it? Said, see, see <laughs> then the negativity is coming in. I want you to shake your neighbor and a Neighbor, the end of the matter is better. Tell the person is better, it's better, it's better. Tell the person God hasn't finished with you. Are you dying? Are you dying? Oh, shake your neighbor. Are you dying? Then tell the person, God hasn't finished with you. Tell the person, God hasn't finished with you. Amen. Amen. So if you have to go back to school, tell the person, go back to school. Tell the one. Hey, look at the one next to you and tell the person, if you have to go back to school, go back to school. Hallelujah. Am I'm, I I'm making some sense, somebody? It's not, God is not finished with you. If you come and tell me God is finished with you, you, you don't know. <laughs> But to every calling every man carries, there are three things that mark the calling. Three things that mark the destiny. Why does God design a destiny for us? Why? One, is that God designed our destinies for his glory. Or, whatsoever destiny each and every one carries, of us carry, it has embedded in it the glory of God. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, whom, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Isaiah 43 verse 7. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. I came to assure you the destiny God has for you. I don't know. I don't know whether it's, it's, uh, it's uh, being a preacher or being what. It does not matter. Whatever it is, it is for God's glory. Usually, when you're talking about destinies of men, you see, you know how we grew up, our parents, um, you're going to go to school, they said, you're going to be what? A doctor. If you're not a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, um, pilots, the rest are all sunquas. Musicians, they don't bring you to the house. <laughs> Teachers, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember those days uh, is in school, I actually out where uh, I think we're preparing to join, to go to our SS and uh, career, uh, uh, career something, you know, so that when you're selecting, before you select your schools and the courses you want to do, and they organizers, And the people that came to speak were doctors, lawyers, and <laughs> bankers. I mean, architects. No, no, the rest. So most of us, when we look at our destinies, you see, when we see, we hear a lawyer, you say respect we give to the lawyer. When we hear, how do you call it? <laughs> yeah. When you're a carpenter, you say I'm a carpenter. Nobody, even those days in school. I think uh, Martin Purvis, when they had the, the the they come and look at your your your, your books. There's a time where parents will come, open day. I mean, and you see those that were happy that their parents were coming were those whose parents were lawyers, and even the teachers were happy their parents were coming. I mean, when your parents, you have your, father, your your lawyer and your father doesn't show up. Everybody will ask you, where's your father? Where's your father? But those not your mother is a say, well, trader. Trader. No. They mean this trader, there's that. There's only vision. <laughs> Footo. Footo, yeah. but don't even mention it. I mean, I mean, we're we, we, we so sick in the mind. So to even the, the, to this point, the whole country is suffering because we look at a man's destiny differently. All I came to tell you, let me show you, every job or every function is very important. Do you know that even judges have carpenters on their phone? Carpenters' numbers on their phone. As matter of fact, Sitting before a certain level, the people that they respect and they love the most are carpenters, plumbers. You be a judge without a good plumber in your house. You will shit in your hands. <laughs> 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 I'm I making some sense here. Every job is important as long as you see and you know that whatever God has called me is for his glory. Hey, am I making some sense? man, it's about God's glory. Whatever work, whether you're a carpenter, whatever, do we Bible say whatsoever we are called to do, we should do it as unto the glory of God. That is the most important. This is a critical element in destiny when you think about destinies. So when a man comes to you and says, "I've been called to do carpentry," you don't open your foolish mouth and say, "I want to be your lawyer." No. <laughs> when he tells you, uh, "This is what I've been called," he says, "Yes, you can do it for God's glory." Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I've known. I've, I've seen this, uh, I was seen somebody. I said, "Look, recently I've known a, somebody who paints." Don't say when we're painting. We're painting. <coughs> Visual arts. Even in school, go to school, when even the the, the Ed, Edmaster look at the students, they they, they come to the science of the the serious ones or you no. Know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ You even look at Ghana, brilliant science of mask. Look at the noise. What about brilliant carpentry and this is <laughs> <laughs> because you, you don't think that I do you call it carpentry there's brilliance to carpentry don't wonder you you see when you look at most of our buildings just blocks because we have not respected the skill of all men hey am I making some sense yeah but I came to challenge you are you in the house it's about God's glory it's about what you be a lawyer without god's glory and you mean nothing to heaven so about the title it's not about the title shekinah always says oh the title whatever god has called you is for god's glory so words it's a words i was saying that i've, I've known a, a painter somebody who paints and when he shows you his income it makes foolish the toil of the years of doctors <laughs> you some some of you, you go and talk to some doctors who are in the field. They will tell you they wish to do something else. I'm <laughs> in the house. So don't no. I, I don't know how to. I, I, I don't. Because when you talk about destinies, we, we're too. What's the word folded in? so even when the lord is leading you to something great we can't open it. we can't see it and we are all struggling i think recently uh, one of the politicians came out to talk about the pay, pay pay of his driver and it's more than other people his driver is any more than professionals get up dress, tie your neck walk under the sun go and come some of the ladies all oh, the weevon with the heat inside. I just got to know that weevon comes with heat. You see them going like this. A shell, a shell, a A woman. Someone, then you too. God is leading your heart to something nice, something significant. Say, no. God is leading you to teaching. You can make a difference to teaching. Say, no, because you'll laugh at me. It's no. Anytime I talk about destiny, ask, is it for God's glory? The next question, the next thing you have to know, the next point about destiny is that God has for us is that it's to bring us fulfillment. It's to bring us what? fulfillment you remember pleasure is a gift from god god desires that we'll be happy he always says that, that that your joy will be full god is always looking that we'll have a full complete joy and god will never call you into something where you are not fulfilled that sense that i'm doing what is right at the right time and i say right even right in this context right peculiar to me that this is my calling look I am a very fulfilled person. I am very fulfilled. I'm telling you. I am very fulfilled. Every day I thank God I'm not in the classroom. <laughs> Writing the exams. Hey. Are you in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a very I'm a very happy person. I'm fulfilled. I'm doing what God has called me. I study, I I enjoy my studies when I'm doing it. I'm enjoying my learning. I enjoy being with young people. He you said, nobody p- pushes me nor forces me nor calls me 200 times to, so are you not coming? No. Nobody does that for me. I mean, there are places that if you follow me, and ask, hey, so this is where you spend your evenings. You're like, ah, why are you spending, or oh, in quotes, wasting this time with just a few number of people and talking to them? This is the thing that gives me fulfillment. And I know that fulfillment is one of the interesting elements of a destiny. How does God call you to do something and not fulfill in it? Do you know that research shows that people die heart attacks on Monday mornings? Majority of heart attacks are on Monday mornings. <laughs> because she thinks about my boss. <laughs> I'm getting up to go to work I don't want to do. You're unhappy. Sad. Hey. Are you in the house? But some of us to please somebody we have to do it now yes i'm not saying that because of that from beginning hey i don't do it no Just just understand what is it that god has called that brings fulfillment and work your way towards that life that's what we're supposed to do what gives me truest joy contentment fulfillment that blesses me that i'm at peace i don't struggle with anybody i don't have hard palpitations when i'm going to do the work i'm uh, what is what are you with me those days when I go to, I go to work, I, I put, when I used to work for somebody, a certain company, I needed to do that work because I needed money. When I take my bag, I go, I go to office, I put it on the table, and I look at the time. <laughs> like, <"Ey." laughs> All these hours here. And most of when I look at my life, I saw my life somewhere else. I saw my fulfillment somewhere else. I saw my relevance somewhere else. And I knew that wasn't a place for me. And thank God that when it came to the time where I needed to make take that courageous step to step out, I did. One of the things that Africans lack, we lack courage. Yes. Most Africans don't know how to be courageous and take steps towards what they believe. That's yes. why the majority of us are not entrepreneurs. We're afraid. I was, I was share something with the uh, architect uh, clue, you was telling me something, something unique about architects. I don't know how to say it here, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking. No, we're talking about risk and all. And it mentioned that it said that most architects are not risk takers. And when you look, at not well just architects. You look, most of the jobs you see one of the surest way by which um, what do you call company heads and CEOs yeah, lock people. It's because they know people are afraid. So they use something called job securities. And every time we have a sense of job security, we we'll stay, we don't want to move. Because by nature, we don't like to take risk. Yeah. But sometimes, if you don't take risk, you never have fulfillment in this life. Hey. Am I making something somebody? Shake your neighbor and say, Neighbor, God wants you to be fulfilled. Neighbor, tell you. Oh, shake the one, shake the one. God, neighbor, God wants you to be fulfilled. Can you imagine a husband who goes to work that is not fulfilled? Half of the time it's unhappiness you put on the on the wife. The same way the wife will put it on the husband. Some of the unhappiness in marriages is because you get up to a job you are not fulfilled in. Hey, are you with me? Yeah. Sometimes the things that leads to your fulfillment it, uh, they have small beginnings. Small beginnings. Charlie, don't be afraid of small beginnings. I, 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 I recount all the time, you know, when we began, I was telling them that this vision, I've walked more than I've driven. Walked more than I've driven. But when you see me driving, you think we started by driving. No, we started by walking. We walked to meetings and walked back. Hey, We walked and walked and walked. As a matter (laughs) of fact, I've shared it before, so listen, I've lived with people. All (laughs) the times I was staying with people, how do I put it? (laughs) I was still pursuing the thing that I believe God has called me. And whatever fruits of that thing had not shown up. But I was, I I think the other time when my sister came from the US and we're talking. The family and all, and I started recollecting the places I've been, and the people I've lived with, and I've stayed with. I've stayed with people. I've learned to stay. You have to when you are staying with people, you don't go open their bowls too too much. <laughs> Some when you come to house, I know you haven't stayed with anybody before. <laughs> you come to someone, you are opening, you are opening, how do you call it? Their bowls and eating their food. Three days now they'll find a plan to bring you out of the house. <laughs> One of my friends, I was in the house. The father didn't know I was there, and yet I was living the house with them. yeah, so when the father goes <laughs> when the father goes out they will come out then the 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 other the rats are out to play. <laughs> When the father is or comes, you're yeah, inside. Look, no. Even when you're watching something comedy and funny, you have to laugh inside. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you laugh. I remember one time I was just lying there, and the father was looking for him. I think he couldn't find him. the father came to open the door. Hey! <laughs> and the father came and found me on the bed. He uh, said, okay... <laughs> And that day, I thought I was going. I don't know how many months I stayed in, in the house. But I believe, the same when I even started going to Achimota School. I didn't go to Achimota School with noise. One person, I was there for years. They didn't know I was there. Even some of the houses, the house man didn't know I was there. Yeah. You are, <clears throat> Hey, I'm not making some sense, somebody. Yet every evening, every Sunday evening, I was going there. Nobody tasked me. Nobody tells me anything because it was bringing me fulfilment. Only God knew that the end, He would bless me. I remember those days. Sometimes when we lay the carpet. domain, we lay the carpet. No, no, we couldn't afford pallets and things. What's ground red carpet? You put it on the ground. I said, I could hear God says, "I'll bless you." I remember I could hear God say. I heard it and I said, "No, this is me. I'm telling myself." Because <laughs> the way you have told me, I said, "Hey God, is this true?" <laughs> Are in the house. Shake your neighbor. Fulfillment. 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 Shake the person next to you. Tell the person fulfillment. Fulfillment has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with money. Some of you, when you start with money, you never get fulfillment. Ladies, some of the relationship, let me say some. Your relationship, if you look, you have to be look at somebody that when you are with the person, you are okay. It's like you are at peace. You are not anxious. Some of you say, oh, no, okay. you want to go for a very handsome person that when is the person is by your side, you can't tell all the three girls that pass by, they wink at him or you wink at them. Yes, yeah, I think some ladies, look, some ladies, you shouldn't go for very handsome men. Oh, <laughs> Because you know you're a very jealous person. Go for an ugly person where nobody will look at them. You know, I do wear a mink media. This trouble is just for me alone. And trust me, I've seen no matter how ugly a man is from his beginning, you let money start coming right now. So some of them, see that they are ugly. Just scan them by them. Let money come small. Don't change before you. But you, you are in relationship. You are not, you know that you are not at peace. Yet you are there. Why? Because it's a popular guy. You are not. you are no wise. Hey. Are you in the house? And then the last point. Hmm. Is Gratitude. <laughs> Whose weight is coming to bear? <laughs> so, say gratitude. God has called us to live a life of gratitude. Because we are created beings. Gratitude is a mark of our worship. We are created beings. We are created for his glory. We are created for his worship. So, God, whatever destiny God has called for as for you, it, in fulfilling it, you realize that you'll be a very grateful person. I'm grateful. I say thank you, God, like uh, as many times because when I look at my life, I was like, "Wow!" So you planned this for me. Now I'm not saying, "Be a, some." If you become a pastor, you question God every time. Because it's not your calling, (laughs) it's not your destiny. If you go and come and do what I do every day, you and God will fight. (laughs) I remember those days when I was in um, secondary school. I was learning. In the course we were doing to do architecture, I I always say this: that some of my friends they could talk and they could talk about drawing houses, drawing and building houses. Like they look forward to the job becoming architects and drawing. But I couldn't. <laughs> there was nothing about it that was bringing <laughs> any gratitude out of me. It's like I was just enduring every day in the classroom. Every day. I, I wonder how people look at their life, live their life looking at drawings, lines, and every. I, I, I wonder how people. But there are those that want to sit behind and they are just happy, they are just singing. And then they are just drawing. <laughs> hey. Am I making sense, somebody? Yeah. Gratitude. Someone said gratitude. God wants you to live a life of gratitude, not a life of complaining. Because the other side of it, you see, when you are not full of gratitude, you will be, you'll, be, you'll be complaining. You'll be an ungrateful person. Hey. Gratitude is key. Now, let me share this with you in the house. Most of us, I realize that are not—we're um, not aware of the blessing in f- in having a purpose to which your life is attached to. That your life has because to any task your life is attached to, it means your life has a meaning, and it means that others look forward to who you are and what you are bringing to the table, and that makes—that's what counts for living. Can you imagine when you get there? You're there and nobody calls you. You remember I started by saying, I, I was saying that I'm a, I'm, I'm a grateful person. I'm grateful for this ministry. I'm grateful for this calling. I'm grateful for this assignment. So there are many times that somebody comes to me and says, can I take your number? Now, I am very, uh, but the nature of this work is quite tiring. It's not easy. But no matter how tired I am, when somebody asks for my number, I give them my number. Do you know why? Because I'm grateful for the opportunity to be relevant to somebody. I'm grateful. Are you with me? Because there's coming a time. It's a very short time. It's not long. There's coming a time nobody will care that you're alive or not. Nobody will call you to check on you. Nobody will ask of your view of anything. Nobody will say, come and come and sing. Because I know some of say, can you come and sing? Say, oh, can you come and sing? Can you come and sing? Uh, uh, uh. We, say, we have other things to do. <laughs> you are not grateful. I think when we go to Soteria night, I'll never forget. There's this old man seated of the house. He's just seated outside. Old. I'm sure. How many of you have old people in your house? Even your parents? <laughs> My mother, in a day, you can count the number of people that call her on her phone. Some of the old people, they have their phone, they rub the surface. They clean the surface. Clean the surface, look at it and put it down. Clean the surface, look at it and put it down. Nobody's calling them. The opinions of our matters don't care. Have you been to... Um, Weddings, engagements. What how do you treat the old people there? It means that they've come to a point in their life where they are no more relevant. That's it. That time is coming for every man. Where I'm telling you, if you think you sing, there's a younger person who sings more than you. You think you draw or you do graphics they look they are, I, I'm not making some sense so when I get up when I know I'm on schedule to come and preach at Woman, I look forward to it I'm very grateful hey, I'm I making some sense I'm very grateful I look forward to opportunity to come and stand and be relevant because they are coming a time no matter how much pastor Roy, is, pastor Roy there's going to be fresh anointing people going to come hmm you think you can drum, so we can't hear anything. Shake the oneness you enter the person. Let wisdom enter your head. Shake the person. Let wisdom enter your head. Elton is calling you. You are doing too, no. Because your breast still can hold without a, a, bra- a brazier. Okay. Okay. It's coming. <laughs> Even Brazier cannot help holding him down. <laughs> then you want to live out your destiny. You're not grateful. That we look forward. That we say, look, you are the usher. You look, we look forward. It. it Said packing. It doesn't matter. The, remember I said, doesn't matter the work. That come and come and do this. It shows that there's a relevance you hold in the vision, or the relevance you hold in our life. It shows that we value the something about your destiny that is so attached to what is happening. And you have to be grateful. Young people, are in the house? You have to be grateful.
0: Thank you and God bless you for listening to this message. Now you can get interactive with Pastor Roderick Ijecoum on his social media handles. On Facebook, it's Roderick Ijecoum. Instagram, Roderick Ijecoum. And on Twitter, at Roderick Ijecoum. You could also get interactive with Christ for Youth International. On Facebook, it's Christ for Youth International. Instagram is at ConnectCYI. And on Twitter, at ConnectCYI. This has been the Kindle Move Podcast. Thank you and stay blessed.